Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's Marie, The Spiritual Homegirl, you're listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, you know I cannot do any episode without thanking you all for listening, so thank y'all. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, but in this case, every day for the month of January, and I hella appreciate that. So, I want to talk to y'all about my love-hate relationship with social media, and I am a big champion of celebrating the power of technology, right? I really enjoy the fact that we can literally tap in with anybody anywhere in the world at any given time. That is really dope. That's dope. But I've also seen the downside of social media where we unfortunately are witnessing trauma, um, firsthand, secondhand through the ability to be so connected it's also been flipped to become a major hub of misinformation and scammery and, and fuckery i don't even know if scammery is a word but it's a word today scammery and fuckery and charlatan behavior and it basically gives anybody the right to just have a platform to spew whatever whether it's for better or for worse so I want to talk about my issues and why I like it, but it's almost like, ah, eh, sometimes I want to not fool with it. So before we get started, first off, if you have not signed up for Tribe Letter, please do so. I'm going to explain why I'm always pushing this email address. And if my business owners and my brand people, y'all may want to keep listening because this is is really geared towards y'all. So if you haven't signed up for Tribe Letter, definitely do so. So the reason why I have been... Uh, a little on the fence with social media for the past <laughs> three years and that's that's cold work because i've been doing spiritual own girl publicly for at least four so i kind of been over social media once i realized that and i think maybe it's the timing of me going public with spiritual hunger i think that's what that was because organic reach was still going on chronological timeline was still a thing it was beautiful Oh man, what a what an awesome time to be alive. We have all of these filters, all of these features, all of these different updates and quirks, but yet we don't have no damn chronological timeline back on our feeds. And I know I ain't the only one that's upset about that, but what I noticed is with these algorithms and things like that, that's really kind of made me disgusted with social media to a degree, is that it's all designed to predict and influence human behavior. It's almost like human engineering, and I'm disgusted by it. I'm not going to lie. Um, some things have been slowly evolving or, or creating some type of involvement with my thought process as time has gone on. I don't know if it was two years ago. I feel like it was two years ago when I read this book. Um, I think it was two years ago. I mean, 2020 was so damn long. <sighs> 2016 feel like 10 years ago but at least in this moment right now cal newport put out a book called digital minimalism and this man cal newport does not have a social media last i checked he's about maybe 38 39 years old he's a millennial right so it's like damn what kind of millennial does not have social media cal newport and the reason why he doesn't is because he has figured out that he was one of the first that i've seen that has put this notion out there 
that these social media apps and the developers and the staff behind these apps are doing this in an effort to, again, dictate human behavior. And Cal Newport's angle was that it's coming from a place that's making it more addictive than crystal meth, more addictive than cigarettes. Yes, social media is becoming an addiction. And what he was trying to say in digital minimalism is that we keep on with this shit and it's not being regulated or being studied properly. We're not going to find out about these effects until afterwards. Let's think about the uh, the crack, the crack epidemic, right? Which destroyed tens of millions of homes and people generationally. It's a generational problem. And nobody knew the effects of those drugs until afterwards. Even some of the OGs, some of the elders that I talked to that grew up in that era or grew up in the free love era, the late 60s, the hippies, um, the, the free drug taking uh, cocaine that turned into smoking base that turned into crack cocaine. So all of these different, also uh, free love again, sex with no rubbers, the whole nine. When we talk to these, or at least for me, when I talk to these elders and these OGs that have grown up in times before mine, all they tell me is that we didn't know what it was going to happen. We didn't know how bad it was. We didn't know how bad it was going to get. And what Cal Newport is saying from this generational standpoint is social media is bad. We don't know how bad it's going to get, but we got a bad feeling it's already on it's already on a scale that is going to change human the, the course of human history. And I don't want to really give away the entire um, the entire book. But what I can say is that when I read that somebody at one of them damn social media companies don't even let his kids use that shit, I knew that these social media apps was full of shit to a degree. I said, wow, so it's good for somebody else's kids to be stuck on the damn phone every fucking day. But you don't do that for your kids. That's out of pocket. So I thought that was odd. I also thought it was odd that the addiction for attention, constantly refreshing your feed, constantly looking for the likes, um, the way they designed the app in order to program you to instinctively click looking for these, uh, I want to make sure I worded it correctly, like these dopamine rewards. Oh, somebody pay attention to me. Oh, I got one like. Okay, cool. Maybe I get another one. Maybe I get another one. It's almost like training a dog. You feel me? You give a dog positive reinforcement, they ass gonna be they gonna roll over. At least for my dog. I know when I was training notes and and <laughs> me and notes was trying to for those who don't know I have a dog named Notes. He's a last of so shit who mix. That's my familiar. For those who don't know what a familiar is, please look that up. Love him to death. But when I was trying to train him when he was a little puppy, and even when he was a little bit older too. I would give him a treat. You know, you got to train him. Treat? Okay, cool. I'm going to give you this treat. But look, I need you to do this. You going to do it? Okay, cool. Here's a treat. Once Notes realized that he could get treats for doing stuff, he was sitting down, rolling over, sitting, rolling, trying to do the paw, everything, because he wanted the treat. That is how these developers do us when it comes to these damn likes. And I was, <laughs> and I just kind of sat there when I read the book and was like, Wow. This is accurate. We've been getting played this whole time, bro. And not to mention our algorithms are shaped on shit that they think we want. How the fuck you gonna tell us what we want? How you gonna tell us better than us? 
So I'm like, wow, they're taking the power of what we consume out of our hands. We're not making the conscious choice to consume what we want. We're making the choice based on what's fed to us. That's why I have a problem with social media. Another problem I have with social media is the pay to play. So I get it. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on this premise, but I don't think I'm wrong on this outcome. The premise, I think, was for people to develop these apps and then sell large, right? That could, I, that I could be wrong about. I don't mind being wrong on that. But what I'm not wrong on, and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all not wrong in y'all assessment either, is that we see now that these apps are billion-dollar money machines. And at first, they asked didn't realize this shit, at least from a perspective to where it could be our dollars that's funding this shit. When I say ours, I mean the regular person, right? When I mean regular, I don't mean regular as in like you're a nobody, but I mean a person that's out of a certain tax bracket, a person that's not a corporation preparing a buyout for the app. So I thought that was kind of interesting how the ads start popping up. And then um, these, you know, the the reach, you slow the reach down. If Like I've been finding out a lot. So... I was told today by somebody who's pretty well versed with social media that if you boost your posts and for those that have brands and things like that, listen carefully. I was told by this person today that if you boost a post too many times, the machine will get used to you boosting the post and they'll just start declining to show other posts that you have not paid for in hopes that you'll keep boosting them and i sat with that and i said wow they might be right now grant the app gonna lie they're gonna tell you whatever the fuck they want to tell you so you don't sit there and think that they're pieces of shit or, or you know what i'm saying they got money to make it's a money making machine the same way you wouldn't expect your hr department to protect you at your job because they protect who the company not your ass that's another oh that's another episode i could do oh I'm about to extend this marathon. I got me some ideas, baby. Anyway, so I'm like, okay. I had to think about some of the episodes that I posted um, or or some of the episode uh, promotion posts that I've done in the past. And I'm talking like from the past three, maybe two, three years. I don't think I ran an ad for real to maybe like two, two, well, technically we're in 2021. So maybe it's about three years ago. I don't know. Either way though, through my history, I've noticed that when I paid for boosted posts, after a while, they did try to kind of say, hey, you know, your reach is kind of down. You want to you wanna boost this for us real quick? You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll show us about 1,000 people for a little bit of money. And I was like, man, fuck that. I, uh-uh. I already ran me some ads. I'm good. Like, I'm not going to keep paying y'all to see my damn post. I'm not going to do that. So I realized that it's a really, uh, it's really a pay to play. And also, um, I also don't like how black and brown creatives get treated on these apps. Their terms of services, this goes across every single social media app. Their terms of service are, and as we've learned the other day, whether you enforce the rules really depends on who you are. And then who you are is strictly determined by your skin color when it comes to these types of um, enforcements, right? Which is unfortunate. So people can talk racist shit about BIPOCs, black indigenous people of color all day, every day. Don't let you start speaking no shit about somebody else. All of a sudden, it's a problem. Or let's not talk about all of these awesome ass dance challenges that everybody does that come from black youth. Over the past year, I see every single one of them dances go up, go up hard. And then they pick a popular white influencer 
that's around maybe the same age or younger to be the face and the ambassador of a dance they ain't even fucking make the corporations choose based on who the social media platform positions more whoever has the numbers that can do the engagement in order for them to get whatever money they finna get off of trying to sell whatever they need to sell through that ambassador that is who they're going to choose so if you're going to choose a little black girl from Atlanta, because if I remember correctly, the girl that made the Wild West was from uh, Atlanta. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think I am. If I am, I don't mind being wrong. But I could have sworn from Atlanta because I definitely was gloating about that. But anyway, I think it's called Wild West or Out West. I'm showing my age. Either way, she was a black girl and she made the dance. And she didn't have as much of a following as some uh, white influencer. I think the girl got... This might have been 2019, so everybody was still outside then. And maybe it was like towards the end of 2019. Either way, the girl gets flown out. The the white girl gets flown out to do this dance on national, well, global TV, because you know, sports, American sports is is, is global. So I was like, damn, y'all really just gonna snub this girl the way, like like y'all like really the creator is right there. Why not just make her? It's her dance. So I realized that. Also, I've noticed in terms of how they verify and things of that nature, it's just very, it's um, it's obviously biased. It's very biased. And what's another thing about social media? Also, when it comes to Black Death, obviously over the past six years, shit, eight years, really, we've seen a lot of Black trauma, Black death, Black beatings, Black injustice, right? And it's just so interesting how quick they are to censor things that speak out against it versus censor the things that start the discussion to begin with. Now, I'm saying from a perspective of it being harmful for people. Now, it says some folks may counter back and say, well, we need awareness. And I get that, right? Me personally, I don't need to see nobody black to get inspired in my community in terms of somebody black dying. I don't need to see black trauma to feel inspired to go help. I'm I'm good. I don't have to see no murder. I don't have to see no ass whoopings. I don't have to see no injustices to get. I mean, I, that's just not me. Some people may need it, and that's good for them. But that's no. I I don't need that. So I I've noticed that a lot of that stuff floats around, and it just kind of let it float, and it just kind of let people consume and consume and consume and consume. By then, people are already traumatized. They may not realize it. Some folks are sitting there, and they can they can watch it, and then three o'clock in the morning, they're still up because they're bothered. You see what I'm saying? So that's another thing about social media. But again, the beautiful thing is it's a way for people to connect with like-minded people, at least in terms of what they present, right? Because we know social media can be a farce. Everybody be balling and they not balling or everybody's an expert, they're not an expert. Everybody, you know, with the catfishing and shit like that for all across the board. So there's so many things that people can, you know, twist and manipulate about social media. But a beautiful thing is you can make friends on social media. I don't do it a lot, but I got me some online friends. I like them a lot. I would love to meet them whenever, um, <laughs> whatever outside is legal. So I guess 2022. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> also you can learn about businesses and other great people that were doing things in, in their own city that you would have never known had it not been for technology. So social media is great. I just think that it needs to be cleaned up. That's all. I think that social media needs to be cleaned up in terms of making it a user-friendly experience for all users involved. And I think that they should kind of start evaluating how they want to make their money because there's other apps coming up all across the board that are doing things differently. Now, I know this is not an ad for Clubhouse, okay? This is not an ad for Clubhouse. But what I know is for Clubhouse that makes things different than other social media apps. And I've been on there for about two and a half months. 
and I've been sitting back observing the things, right? What I noticed about Clubhouse that everybody likes more than um, these current social media apps that's owned by one person is that <laughs> the reach is still organic. You can still reach out to whoever, whenever, and tap in with them. There is no private messaging feature. There is no messaging feature, period. It's just pure vibes and voice and energy. And whatever they say, you can judge however you want based and discern however you want based on that. So I think it's interesting for those that would like a little bit more of a personable connection because of the lack of social interaction that we have with all these damn lockdowns and shit. Understandably so. Um, Clubhouse, to me, I think kind of gives more of a personable feel. Now, I understand there's also been some backlash with Clubhouse, too, because they're like, oh, white folks using black folks to get the app popping, all this other stuff. And honestly, I get that. I respect that. I respect that. And everybody got the right to choose whatever app they want to work on or whatever app they want to do their business on or, or enjoy on because all of these motherfuckers is white owned. So it's almost like pick your pick your pick your issue. Instagram, that's owned by white folks. Facebook, owned by white folks. Snapchat, owned by white folks. Clubhouse, owned by white folks. And I just feel like at some point until we create our own apps, it's gonna be the same thing. Um, so, you know, and I know there are some apps that are out there. Actually, I got to check out one. I, I got shout out to Denny. If I remember correctly, Denny was the one. Denicia, she was the one who told me about this app on the live. I got to double check and make sure I have the right spelling for it because I think I can't find it. So, or maybe I'm just being slow. I don't know. Because sometimes, you know, I'll be delayed when I'm tired and I got a lot going on in terms of like creating and just working on stuff. So, yeah. But, I just kind of been that's just kind of been my thoughts on social media. So I love it. Like I said, I have great connections with genuine people on this app. But also, you know, people use it to manipulate, to scope, to lurk, to stalk, to hate watch, whatever. And I don't worry about that kind of shit because I'm like, I do very well in front of audiences. So if y'all looking for me to goddamn fall and all this other shit, stay tuned because you're not going to see that shit happen. Even with me falling, it's going to be a beautiful lesson to learn or a beautiful lesson to provide to other people and i don't know if how y'all feel about it but i don't care like my thing is you know watch away <laughs> it's, unless you're a weirdo weirdos can't watch i'm sorry like weirdos can't watch you know weirdo is a person that is and the reason why i'm so flipping about the perception of social media is because i'm i'm not perfect and there's beauty in not being perfect i love that shit i love waking up being like man i'm free to be me and i'm gonna fuck up and i'm cool with that because I'm not perfect. Being human is amazing. I love being imperfect. It's freeing. You feel me? So anyway, um, I don't know. It's just some people just weird. Some people do get weird. Some people kind of start demanding access and entitlement, and that's where the boundaries have to be set in place to be like, hey, hey, that's not finna go. Or you don't even have to address it. You can ignore them, block them, restrict them, whatever. Um, I had a, a guy that was was liking like hundreds of pictures at a time it was i want to i love you i want to date you and here's my number and i'm trying to get to know you and let's go to dinner and i'm like this 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 is this is this is weird so you know but those things don't happen to me often um but but that's <laughs> that's my that's my take on social media for now i got a film and they're probably circling back on this topic because it's so it's so layered so complex but that's just how i feel about it as of today in this moment so again don't forget to sign up for tribe letter because social media plays with my reach 
my Instagram post yesterday show that. I'm like, damn, I got too much text. It's like the algorithm will say, oh, you have too much text. We don't want to show that. That might be an ad. We don't want to show that for free. You got to pay to show the text in case you're trying to advertise a flyer or something. Like, fuck y'all. I'm talking about my podcast episode. What are you talking about? So <laughs> you'll see what I mean when I say my reach. They, they pick and choose when they want to play. So if you look at my last couple of Instagram posts, you'll see from yesterday how they tried to play your girl a reel and a post okay they was like uh uh-uh, uh girl that's too much text you have to pay us for that and i said fuck that i ain't paying shit so yeah so i do tribe letter because i'm able to reach whoever i want to reach freely i don't have to worry about instagram limiting my characters limiting my content censoring my words making me pay to reach people that may follow me and may want to fool with me that's why i always tell people sign up for tribe letter because you'll have the ability for me to contact you directly free of any other apps also you don't own your shit on social media like the minute they want to shut your shit down they can shut it down and that's it they don't really have to give you your platform back so that's another thing that i don't like about social media some people will spend years building six figure uh followers um bases and platforms and that shit can go in a drop of a hat and a blink of an eye and they don't own shit so for me i don't play that i'm like i didn't go through all this trouble of preaching about ownership 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 only for me not to build my own my own like tribe off of here like what no anybody that has a brand i encourage to do the same please do the same because even if you own your name if you're on these other folks apps putting out your stuff they have they, they own it to a degree and they have to say so on how you create. And I know for my fellow creators out there, if it's one thing we do not like and we absolutely despise, it is being dictated to on how to create. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that on um, put that on record and put y'all on game about that. Again, don't forget to sign up for Tribe Letter going out every Monday to your email inbox. It is free. Also, don't forget Patreon, Spiritual Homegirl, forward slash Patreon. Tears start at $7 a month or 23 cents a day. We're doing sun sign challenges every single sun sign season to train to change your life incrementally. Spiritualhomegirl.shop if you want aromatherapy products. I have roll-ons. They're crystal-infused. I have roll-ons, crystal roll-ons. I have um, inhalers, plastic inhalers, glass inhalers, and do-it-yourself bath kits. I also... Um... <laughs> no, I'll wait and share that later. But... What else? I'll, I mean, if you want to follow me on social media, I mean, I do post that. I don't get it twisted, but I'm very intentional with how I use social media because I know that, you know, at the end of the day, I I do see the good in it. And I use social media based on the good that I see. And I, it, I, I basically exercise my boundaries when it comes to the things I don't like about social media and the bad things I see. So I have a limit on what times, you know, I scroll and things of that nature, how long I scroll. Um, who I follow and things of that nature. Courtesy follows is out. I don't do courtesy follows. I think that's disingenuous. So I know people sometimes will ask people for follow backs. I personally don't do it because that's, to me, it's false. It's like, you know, it's almost like a force to follow somebody back. And usually when you force the energy, it never works out right. At least for me. So anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, um, Clubhouse and Twitter, I'm Spirit Home Girl. Instagram, Facebook, I'm Spiritual Home Girl. So um, that is it, y'all. I will catch y'all tomorrow. And um, yeah, don't forget, it's been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. <laughs> Tongue tied in the mud. We're going to let that roll track, damn it. Ain't no edits on this one. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. And pay attention to what you're scrolling and who's scrolling and why they're scrolling for, okay? Peace. <laughs>